Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a Wikipedia page for Snopes. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. Everyone, I agree with Rachel. You should subscribe to this podcast. It's a really good time. It's a great time. Yeah, it's even great. Now, Snopes, I'm glad that Snopes exists. And I like how they operate for the most part. I hope I don't learn something terrible about them reading this article. It's happened before where I've gone into an article being like, I like this entity. And then we read the article and I'm like, hmm, that wasn't so good. Yep. But uh, let's get started with this one. And hopefully it'll be all right. Let's do it. Snopes. For the novels by William Faulkner, see Snopes Trilogy. Snopes formerly known as the Urban Legends Reference Page, is a fact-checking website. It has been described as a well-regarded reference for sorting out myths and rumors on the internet. The site has also been seen as a source for both validating and debunking urban legends and similar stories in American popular culture. History. 1990s. In 1994, David and Barbara Mickelson created an urban folklore website that would become Snopes.com. Snopes was an early online encyclopedia focused on urban legends, which mainly presented search results of user discussions. The site grew to encompass a wide range of subjects and became a resource to which internet users began submitting pictures and stories of questionable veracity. According to the Mickelsons, Snopes predated the search engine concept of fact-checking via search results. 
David Mickelson had originally adopted the username Snopes, the name of a family of often unpleasant people in the works of William Faulkner, in the Usenet news group alt.folklore.urban. Where was William Faulkner mentioned recently? Was he in that other article we just read? No? He was at the very beginning of this article where it says for the novel. Oh, the Snopes but- trilogy. Yeah, there you go. I got it. <laughs> 2000s. In 2002, the site had become known well enough that a television pilot called Snopes Urban Legend was completed with American actor Jim Davidson as host. However, it did not air on major networks. By 2010, the site was attracting 7 million to 8 million unique visitors in an average month. 2010s. By mid-2014, Barbara had not written for Snopes in several years, and David was forced to hire users from Snopes.com's message board to assist him in running the site. The Mickelsons divorced around that time. Ooh. Mm. Christopher Richmond and Drew Schoentrup became part owners in July 2016 with the purchase of Barbara Mickelson's share by the internet media management company, Proper Media. On March 9th, 2017, David Mickelson terminated the brokering agreement with Proper Media, which is also the company that provides Snopes with web development, hosting, and advertising support. The move prompted Proper Media to stop remitting advertising revenue and to file a lawsuit in May. In late June, Bardov, the company founded by David and Barbara Mickelson in 2003 to own and operate Snopes.com, started a GoFundMe campaign to raise money to continue operations. They raised $500,000 in 24 hours. Later, in August, a judge ordered proper media to disperse advertising revenues to Bardov while the case was pending. In July 2018, Snopes abruptly terminated its contract with managing editor Brooke Binkowski. With no explanation, by the time Snopes co-founder and CEO David Mickelson confirmed the termination to her, the situation was still not clear. In early 2019, Snopes announced that it had acquired the website ontheissues.org and is hard at work modernizing its extensive archives. On the Issues is a website that seeks to present all the relevant evidence, assess how strongly each piece supports or opposes a position, and summarize it with an average in order to provide voters with reliable information on candidates' policy positions. If, if, if uh, that works, that'd be really nice. I think I've used this website. Okay. But maybe I've just used something similar. I'm not sure. It is currently run primarily by volunteers, so like it's up and running. You know what? I, and- I'm looking at it now. I absolutely have used this website. Awesome. In 2018 and 2019, Snopes fact-checked several articles from the Babylon Bee, a satirical website, rating them false. The decision resulted in Facebook adding warnings to links to those articles shared on its site. Snopes added a new rating called Labeled Satire to identify satirical stories. In 2019, Snopes was embroiled in legal disputes with proper media with a court case scheduled for spring 2020. Ooh, bad timing. By then, Proper Media had become a co-owner of Bardov through acquiring Barbara Mickelson's half-interest share, intending to take overall ownership of Snopes for its own portfolio of media sites. The move failed as David Mickelson had no intention to sell his share. Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this quick message while you fact-check everything we just read.
Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. It really does help us out, especially when there's no message and it just makes us seem weird. Yeah, we know. We know it happens sometimes. <laughs> 2020s. COVID-19 pandemic and misinformation. Uh... Main article, COVID-19 misinformation. I bet Snope was tired during this whole... Oh, <laughs> I bet. During the pandemic. As the COVID-19 pandemic started in 2020, many people tried to educate themselves on the coronavirus and find any comfort, certainly, or hope for a cure for the coronavirus. Non-primary source needed. Snopes has around 237 COVID-related fact-checking articles. Oh my god. Okay. Plagiarism by co-founder David Mickelson. On August 13th, 2021, BuzzFeed News published an investigation by reporter Dean Sterling Jones that showed David Mickelson had used plagiarized material from different news sources in 54 articles between 2015 and 2019 in an effort to increase website traffic. Mickelson also published plagiarized material under a pseudonym, Jeff Zaranandia. The BuzzFeed inquiry prompted Snopes to launch an internal review of Mickelson's articles and retracted 60 of them the day the BuzzFeed story appeared. Mickelson admitted to committing multiple serious copyright violations and apologized for serious lapses in judgment. He was suspended from editorial duties during the investigation, but remains an officer and stakeholder in the company. Well, that's not so good. <laughs> nope. I mean, I feel for him because I'm sure that he was like trying to keep the site alive and he just, and he, and he did a very bad thing. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> it does suck, but I will say that like, if the information he was plagiarizing was still accurate and truthful to the point of like providing the truth, about things like the way that Snopes is supposed to. I'm yeah. not I'm not as mad about I mean I'm mad about it, but I'm not as mad about it. No, I mean he definitely did wrong. What he wants Snopes to do and what it continues to do is a good thing. Yeah. But you know, he knew he was doing wrong or else he would not have been Jeff Zoranadan right. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he was like, that wasn't me. That was Jeff. He's yep. crazy. It's always if you've seen his last name, it goes mm -hmm. on and on forever. Change of ownership. On September 16th, 2022, David Mickelson stepped down as CEO and was succeeded by shareholder and board member Chris Richmond. Chris Richmond and fellow shareholder Drew Schontrop together acquired 100% of the company, ending the ownership dispute, which began in 2017. Main site. Snopes aims to debunk or confirm widely spread urban legends. The site has been referenced by news media and other sites, including CNN, MSNBC, Fortune, Forbes, and the New York Times. By March 2009, the site had more than 6 million visitors per month. David Mickelson ran the website from his home in Tacoma, Washington. Mickelson has stressed the reference portion of the name Urban Legends reference pages, indicating that the intention is not merely to dismiss or confirm misconceptions and rumors, but to provide evidence for such debunking and confirmation as well. Where appropriate pages are generally marked undetermined or unverifiable when there's not enough evidence to either support or disprove a given claim. In an attempt to demonstrate the perils of over-reliance on the internet as authority, Snopes assembled a series of fabricated urban folklore tales that it termed the Repository of Lost Legends. The name was chosen for its acronym. 
T-R-O-L-L, or troll, a reference to the definition of the word troll, meaning an internet persona intended to be deliberately provocative or incendiary. In 2009, FatCheck.org reviewed a sample of Snopes' responses to political rumors regarding George W. Bush, Sarah Palin, and Barack Obama and found them to be free from bias in all cases. In 2012, the Florida Times Union reported that About.com's Urban Legends researchers found a consistent effort to provide even-handed analyses and that Snopes cited sources and numerous reputable analyses of its content confirm its accuracy. Mickelson has said that the site receives more complaints of liberal bias than conservative bias, but added that the same debunking standards are applied to all political urban legends. That's a really good point. Like, back before all the Trump supporters blocked me on their social media... All the Trump supporters have blocked you on the social media? All all, all the Trump supporters that I had added, like, as friends on my social media. Okay. Yeah, they've all blocked me. So back before they all blocked me, anytime Snopes would come up, they would always, like, just rail against Snopes being like, oh, that's just liberal bias. Got it. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Funding. In 2016, Snopes said that the entirety of its revenue was derived from advertising. In the same year, it received an award of $75,000 from the James Randi Educational Foundation, an organization formed to debunk paranormal claims. In 2017, it raised approximately $700,000 from a crowdsourced GoFundMe effort and received $100,000 from Facebook as part of a fact-checking partnership. Snopes also offers a premium membership that disables ads. On February 1st, 2019, Snopes announced that it had ended its fact-checking partnership with Facebook. Snopes did not rule out the possibility of working with Facebook in the future, but said it needed to determine with certainty that our efforts to aid any particular platform are a net positive for our online community publication and staff. Snopes added that the loss of revenue from the partnership meant the company would have less money to invest in our publication and we will need to adapt to make up for it. Snopes publishes a yearly summary detailing expenses and sources of income. Money keeps coming up through this whole article. That surprises me that Snopes has kind of been struggling for a long time. It doesn't surprise me. It it seems like there are a lot of things going on. Basically, Snopes was going fine. He and his wife split. Nobody was happy. Then she tried to sell her half of the company to a company that wanted to buy the whole thing. And he had to fight them on it. And that whatever deal that was, obviously, they didn't go down the way that they wanted because he was not in agreement with selling the company. Right. And then the company was also in charge of their advertising. It held back money that they normally would have had. So basically, that company, which was forced to release the money, was basically holding it back and starving the company out of its money. So then he had to do a GoFundMe. So like it would have been fine if there weren't dastardly deeds happening. Dastardly deeds. <laughs> dastardly All done deeds. Yeah, so I'm glad Snopes exists. And it is a pretty good story, except for the part where their marriage broke up, which is probably sad. Yeah, that's unfortunate. also the part where he was like, I gotta make up a new person so I can plagiarize. Yep, but (laughs) you know what? It's probably a good thing that he's not part of the company anymore. Yeah, now he probably is well off and uh, is figuring stuff out for himself. Yeah, good for him. Snopes has been a positive contribution to my life. Yeah, good for him. This has been the Wikipedia page for Snopes. 
Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your facts. Smash that subscribe button and let me know the things that you like. If you want to follow the show, smash the subscribe button. And if there's a particular Wikipedia page that you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.